Hey, yo, it's John. And Davey. Welcome to the Decent Stakes Show, serving mediocrity to the masses or greatness to the globe. You decide. Twitter finally removed the trash that they call fleets. fleets. Now, Twitter <laughs> had this idea at yeah. some point where they were like, Instagram's doing really good. So what are we going to do? We're going to do what they're also doing. But since people don't really post pictures on Twitter, we're going to make stories. And these stories are going to disappear within 24 hours. And instead of calling them stories like Instagram, Snapchat, and everybody else does, they said, we're going to call them fleets. Fleets. Now, what is a fleet? I I think of like ships, like a fleet of ships. A fleet of ships is exactly what I think of as well. Yeah. So they were like, let's make fleets. And in less than a year... They've decided to abandon fleets altogether. Abandon fleet, abandon ship, Aba- Twitter. <laughs> abandon ships. Yep. They are completely done with fleets, which makes sense because if I were to open up my Twitter right now, and I'll actually do it if need be, and check how many people out of the 445 people that I follow have a fleet up, I'm willing to bet that it's less than 10. Dude. I wouldn't take that bet because I know it's true. It's for sure true because... Fleets are the most useless piece of any social media. Yeah. And I don't like Instagram Reels, but I think Instagram Reels has more of a place than yeah. Fleets Instagram on Twitter Instagram Reels does. absolutely has more of a platform than Twitter Fleets has. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And so jumping on that exact same train, my question is, since they also added the voice memo tweet, have yeah, you seen yeah. those? Yeah, I have seen those. Stupid. stupid. Every time it's stupid. Stupid. Um, it. So... <laughs> I don't see many people using the voice memos, but no. I do see them using spaces. I do see spaces getting used quite often. I, I love getting that notification of being like, your friend Jav is up on spaces right now. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, sweet. Or Jav is talking. And I'm Let's like, pop cool. In and I'm going to pop in and see what's going on. What are they talking about? Yeah. Now, Definitely creates FOMO for yeah, me. Yeah, for you sure. Know? I, but the thing for me is I mainly see <clears throat> podcasters on it. I don't usually see too many just regular people on fleets. I mean, nobody's on fleets, but I don't see many regular people on Twitter spaces, mostly people who have some type of talking platform. But I think that is great for us as content creators. I don't know if just the average person likes using fleet. Uh, Freaking A. Um, Spaces. What are they called? Spaces. Spaces. Jeez, my brain is gone today. Yeah. Gonzo. Gonzo. But it's fine. Yeah. Because they didn't remove my brain. They removed fleets because they're useless. Wait. What's the fright? You post to your fleet about it? Yeah, I should fleet. I should totally fleet about it. Dude, fleet about how your brain's just gone today. Also, because by tomorrow it's not going to be gone. So, but the fleet will be gone. But doesn't wow. fleet also mean like to run away? That's flee. Flee, yeah. To flee. But if you're from like if your country, you'd be like, he fleet. He fleet. That boy fleet right out of here. That dude fleet right on out of there. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Full-time minimum wage workers can't afford rent anywhere in the United States. People working minimum wage jobs full-time cannot afford two-bedroom, cannot afford a two-bedroom apartment in any state in the country. In 93% of U.S. counties, the work the same workers can't afford a modest one-bedroom. Given each state and locality's minimum wage, the report finds that the average minimum wage worker in the U.S. will need to work nearly 97 hours per week to afford the average two-bedroom home. This is what That's I read insane. this morning. That's insane to me. But then... I dug deeper, and it says the report defines affordability as the hourly wage a full-time worker must earn to spend no more than 30% of their income on rent. 
that changes everything. Yeah. So basically, they're they have to be able to use only thirty percent of their income to pay for rent or yeah. a mortgage. Yeah. Now, when you just post and say that people that there's nowhere in the United States that you can afford rent on minimum wage, my first thought is that people aren't making enough money at all to be able to live somewhere. And my brain went to, wait, I've worked minimum wage at points in life. Yeah. And I had a place to live. How is that possible? Yeah. And then you read the finer print. Now, should you be spending more than 30% of your income on housing? Maybe not. Maybe not. But I mean, according also, to them. housing's pretty important. Yeah. Like, it's important to have a roof over your head. Yeah. I'd be fine paying 40% of my income. I mean, I think a lot of people, yeah, I think a lot of people, they're going to prioritize housing. They're going to be thinking, oh, I should really like make sure I have a roof over my head kind of a thing. I I think that's kind of a priority in people's working lives. Which having 70 percent of your income. Well, I guess you also have another 10 to 20 percent on bills mm -hmm. for the house. But I don't know. I feel like the headline was a little clickbaity. Yeah, I think it was a little clickbaity because, I mean, people can look at. People can look at what they're making from minimum wage, and a lot of times you're going to see like just paycheck to paycheck kind of style of living. Well, most people are living paycheck yeah, to paycheck. Yeah, most Let's people are living paycheck to paycheck. Like if you're not living paycheck to paycheck, it's actually a blessing because like you are able to look in advance on what you want to do. But most people are out here living, waiting for that next paycheck to come because those bills continue to come and come and come. Like. I've lived many years of my life living paycheck to paycheck. In fact, sometimes the paychecks didn't even pay for the stuff that was the month before. Like we've been there, but we got to brand it better. Like we have to be more honest about what is actually going on. Yeah. Like marketing things as you can afford it. If 30% of your income is what covers it is not really is not necessarily to me being able to afford something. Like being able to afford something is saying I can pay for it. Yeah, it's kind of like when I say I'm broke, I now today, these days, if I say I'm broke, it means I have enough to pay my bills and I'm not going to do anything else. Yeah. It's not I am broke. I cannot pay my bills. Yeah. In the same way, this is. I can afford it, but I also can't. Yeah. Being broke. This doesn't make sense. Being broke differentiates itself based upon. Um, what level of income you're making. Like a low level of income, being broke is, I, I'm not going to eat. But a mid-range level of income can be, I'm not going to be able to pay this one bill, but it's fine, I can cancel Netflix. But like, whatever it could be. Like, being, being broke is different per household and is different per level of income of that and, household. And per mindset. Yeah, exactly. Because I can feel broke and also have more money than somebody who's broke broke. Yeah, yeah. And they could feel broke, broke and have somebody that's broke, broke, broke. Like yeah. there's always somebody who ha- is less fortunate than you. But when we spark these conversations saying that it's an Im- that it's impossible to pay rent anywhere in the United States on the headline, mm-hmm. people jump back to that. We need X amount of money for federal minimum wage. Yes, the federal minimum wage is low. I completely agree with that. However, you can still have a house yeah and pay, and have a minimum wage job in some places i like what you say about mindset too because i know people who their mindset is i'm broke when my bank account starts reaching 
below a certain dollar amount, regardless of what their bills are, because they have this high priority mindset of I need X amount of dollars in my bank account, even after my bills are paid. And if I pay all my bills and I'm good for this month and I know a paycheck's coming at the end of the week, if I'm below that dollar amount, I'm broke. Even if it like makes no sense at all to me, that's the mindset they carry. And it's the mindset they carry into how they save, too. Yeah, and in becoming an adult, my biggest focus has been how can I make enough money so that I will have enough to be three months ahead on everything. And if I'm not three months ahead on everything, then I feel like I'm behind. Because I don't want to get to the point where I am behind, behind, like legitimately behind again, like other times in life. So it makes sense, but we got to brand it better because if we want to make actual change in federal minimum wage, we need to be transparent with the facts and say, okay, because the article also says that a person has to work 97 hours of minimum wage in order to afford um, a two bedroom house. That's based on the 30 percent, based on the 30 percent. So, no, they don't need to work 97 hours. They need to work 97 hours in order to still save 70% of their income while only spending 30 on their housing. Which, if you can only spend 30% of your income on housing, that is incredible. That's awesome. That is incredible. It, it goes to your margin of being three months ahead, essentially. It, it will help 30%, you. 30%, 30%, yeah, yeah. 30%. You'll, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. If you may, if you saved 100% of your bills for that month, you would be technically three months ahead if you didn't yeah. spend any other money, obviously. Of course. Yeah, we're going to spend money either way. But you guys get, you guys get it, yeah. okay? We want to make some more change towards federal minimum wage we want to make some more change towards just things that we care about things that we think are important maybe we need to be a lot more honest about things when we're writing articles yeah and because (laughs) a freaking click click culture everybody just wants to click 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 on everything and then they 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 take in all this information and i don't know if you feel the same way but this generation of kids thinks that they know it all because they have the internet yeah i mean i definitely think that when you're just click, click, clicking at everything, you get a lot more used to the idea of being disappointed in what you're clicking on. Oh, Absolutely. wow, look at this. Click on it. Oh, it's nothing like the headline said. It's yep. just a headline. So and in, I don't know. In my mind, this is definitely a wish.com type of article mm-hmm. where, yeah, it's technically correct, but also you know that that's not what you meant. Yeah. So, And we're not going to, like, you know, just – throw under the bus who this article came from because I don't know. <laughs> the only reason I'm not going to throw it under the bus is because I can't remember the source. Yeah. Even though it was like eight hours ago. But who cares? We're moving on to Jonah's home state. California wildfires are so intense that they're sparking fire nados. Davey, would you like to take yeah. this one? Go this ahead. is insane to me. So as brutal heat continues to scorch the West, It is sparking wildfires that are burning through hundreds of thousands of acres of land. And in California, this year's wildfires are outpacing the damage caused by last year's record-setting fire season. So obviously, if you're living in California right now, you're going to be looking at this. You're going to go, yeah, wildfires are a big issue this year. They were a big issue last year. And then it's really just a West Coast thing. I know here in Arizona, we've been seeing wildfires um, in the north and in areas around that are just really, really scary. Yeah, we had some over in Ahwatukee 
mm-hmm. or in Globe. Yeah, out in Globe, um, where people were being evacuated because it was just getting so bad. And in California, this is not a like it shouldn't be an everyday occurrence, but it is something that is happening often enough that is causing a lot of issue. And here, one blaze in California sparked a fire NATO, a fire tornado that over the weekend. That sounds so terrifying. That is absolutely terrifying. Like if a tornado isn't already terrifying, set it um, on fire. Literally put fire in it. Yeah. Let's send That's a tornado lit. like that. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's messed up. The state's second in three <clears throat> weeks. So in three weeks, there have been two fire NATOs in California. That And that's just nuts to me. It's indicative of the severity of the fires burning in the, in the state and spreading across the West in general. With more heat and single-digit humidity on tap for the start of the week, there could unfortunately be more extreme fire behavior, like more fire natos to come. That 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 is like some end-of-the-world type of stuff right there. Yeah. That is like the world is coming to an end. There are tornadoes that are on fire. It is time to evacuate this earth. Elon Musk was right. It's time to go. Yeah, like, Toto, we're not in Kansas anymore because when we got caught up in that tornado, it happened to be on fire. We're dead now. We did. We did. So, it's, honestly, it's, it's terrible thinking about because Californians – and correct me if I'm wrong, Jonah, are so proud of California most of the time. There's two states that I think are more proud of their state than California. Can you guess? No, three. Can you? Actually, no. Let's put one area in one state that care more about where they come from than California. Can you guess what they are? I'll say the area that cares more is the South. Really? Yeah. Okay, in the state? Texas um, or New York? I would say Texas. Okay. Uh, Jonah, what do you think? I would say New York. And then what do you think area? Area? When I say it, is you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, New York City? The what? New York City. New York City is literally a city. I would have just said city. Um, you're being more broad. What is more it? More broad. The Pacific Northwest. <laughs> yeah 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 anybody you meet from washington it's within the first three statements that they make to you you would say hello welcome to safeway how can i help you yeah i'm just looking for this and this in seattle we have this and this you know why because they're also yeah. vegan because they're also what they're also vegan not they're all also, of them no but there, there are probably a lot of vegans in the Pacific Northwest. And then the state is Texas. Mm-hmm. Literally everybody from Texas loves so much that they're from Texas that yeah. I've met. They're just like, yeah, I've never met someone, and I've I'm never like, met someone from Texas good. who isn't proud of being a Texan. Like just someone who's like, yeah, no, I, I, I grew up, uh, I grew up a couple states over. Like, no, they go, I grew up in Texas. If they say they grew up a couple <laughs> states over and they're in Arizona, they're saying that they're from Utah or New Mexico and they don't want to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. It's That's super true. unfortunate, but it is what it is. It is okay? what it is. Now, my question to you is, what would you do if we had a fire NATO in Arizona? Um, if we had a fire NATO in Arizona, I just, I'd give up. I'd be like, this is it. It's over. I'm done. That's the end. That's Power. the end. Done. Like, what am I gonna do? Go fighting a fire NATO? No. Why not? People do storm chasing all the time. Yeah, but I don't think they. I'm, well, I guess there got to be people that are chasing these fire NATOs. To be honest, I mean, that sounds super exciting. But 
I don't know. For me, I'm just like, Fire Nato is where I draw a line. I'm not winning that fight. That's fair. Now, in Arizona, we the other day, we had a dust storm, thunder and rainstorm at the same time. And people are already. So that's the thing that sucks My about My power AZ. went out. What? Yeah. Really? My yeah. power went out for a good four hours. Yeah. It happened at like 8.35 p.m. I had just cooked a mean steak. Mm. Mm. We are sitting on the couch, deglaze some carrots and whiskey and brown sugar. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I mean, we are eating. Yeah. We're watching freaking. We're fine. We are watch New York strips, by the way. Oh, Anyways. that's busting, busting. Busting, busting. Respectfully. And so. <laughs> We're also watching uh, Master Chef at the same time. Oh man, hanging out, having a good old time, and boom, power goes out. See, here's the thing: for three and a half hours. Oh my gosh, we hadn't started cooling down the house yet. Oh my. So it's like 79 degrees when the power went out, and it's just climbing. Because oh. if you live in Arizona, you know that just because the sun goes down doesn't mean it's under 100 degrees. Here's the thing for me that kind of is wild about Arizona is when weather starts getting like that, where you start seeing dust storms, where you start seeing thunderstorms, really when it, when you see rain, especially when you're driving, I think, you start oh. to see the amount of mass panic that yeah. people from Arizona oh, the- have during storms like this, that people from the East Coast, even people that are just from like middle states, like just in that area that deal with this on a more regular would basis, never have. they would never panic about. They'd just be like, ah, it's raining? Cool. Changes nothing about my life. But here in Arizona, it's a panic attack that you just, done you just are done. done. I'm well, losing it today. People have so, no idea how to drive in the rain. It's here. that no, mentality that drives me to go, if I see a fire NATO, it's the end. Because- I was born and raised here in Arizona. Oh, no, see, I, I get, I get, I get fed up with the way people drive in the rain. Maybe because my dad grew up on the East Coast, taught me that style of driving and stuff. Like you just don't care. Yet you still um, don't know how to drive. Yeah, that, let's I mean, just, let's I'm definitely that the clear. worst driver out of my entire. Davey has group. tried to crash into me on multiple occasions. Let's just I mean, make that clear. On purpose? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Like he. <laughs> He rides, but like if we're driving and we're both in two different cars, he drives so close to me that I just want to slam on my brakes, let him rear end my car and make his insurance pay me triple what it costs to fix. Do it. <laughs> okay. Stop but with the Star Wars references, to ha- Jonah. We've already be- been over this. Yeah. Our audience doesn't care about him. So let's move yeah. on. Um, And <laughs> the last time that Davey tried to run me off the road. We both stopped at the same place afterwards, and I took the gum out of my mouth and put it in his hand. Yep, yep. So you know that, like, psychological phenomena where if someone goes to hand you something, your immediate reaction is to reach your hand out for it? Jav totally capitalized on that. He just reaches through my window with his hand like this, and I go, huh? Gum. I drop just gum. gum. Just freshly, gum from his mouth. Freshly chewed like, gum. Like he just straight up hand. spat it out on my hand. Okay, I didn't Super spit dis- it out. I spit it no, in my hand just, while I was, was in the car so, and transferred it, it to yours. It was just that fresh is what I'm describing. It was still warm, yeah. for sure. Still warm, for sure. Tasted you, great. You're so disgusting. <laughs> He's not lying. It no. did taste great. It was a good piece of gum. Now, I am actually, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but gum is one of my least favorite things in the world. Why do you chew it? I don't very often. Oh. I just happen to have some that day. <laughs> and it. I hate gum. Yeah, 
because it's all the work of eating with none of the satisfaction. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I don't know. I kind of like this flavor so fast. I like it more for the road trip vibe. Nah, like, you know, just don't need chewing it. on some I can gum put a toothpick for road in my trip. Mouth. That's it. I can put a toothpick in my mouth and I'll deal with that. That's nice, actually. That's I much like better. That. I like that. Can we talk about how good a Q-tip feels in the ear? It does feel it's an almost oh, It's an almost it sexual is. experience. It is. It is like, it's an experience where, like, you kind of want to go, oh, wow. The moment that Q-tip touches your ear because you know you're in for a good thing. Like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Like, I sometimes don't want to clean my ears so that I can have the feeling of taking a shower and the steam gets in there. And it loosens oh, it all up yeah. because it's the opposite of a booger. A booger, you want. Do you guys pick your nose? Sometimes, yeah. You got to get it out when you got to get it out. Right? Jonah, do you pick your nose? Sometimes. There's nothing better than a wraparound twist where the booger just fully encapsulates your finger. And it's just like a little crown of yeah. achievement. Yeah. <laughs> you just achieve. You're like, I just master picking. something nice. <laughs> and you look at it. And you're just like, yep. <laughs> gone yeah, just, yeah that's the thing about nose picking is you don't care where it goes you pick it oh, and you're just like all. flicking whatever i'll vacuum it later like it, no one cares no it one does thinks not about matter that. where it goes it's, i mean oh it's what's that on your face i don't know i'm not admitting anything okay let like, me ask you this let me ask you this <laughs> you had to choose between two things okay. somebody picks their nose flicks it and it hits your cheek or you go to put a q-tip in your ear and after you clean the first ear you realize Somebody else had already used the Q-tip. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going booger all day because I am Kay. too particular Lance about on your ears. tongue. La uh, even still, I don't care. Booger I'll spit it out. <laughs> I don't care. I'll just go. Bleh, uh, like, I don't. I just don't. Oh Joni, you're going to want to capture that. I go. Bleh, like, I just spit. I don't care. I don't want that. I don't want that used Q-tip in my You know, ear. in my head, this whole time, I've been like, I'm not going to correct Jonah. I'm just going to let him figure it out. And then you've done it for I've me just, instead, which is it. so much better. I've just been like, you know I what? Love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it a lot because it's going to make editing clips so much easier. Um, okay. I agree. No, uh, it depends on how just, used the Q-tip is. It does not matter to me. I hate the idea of someone else's if, ear in my ear. There's some, But there's something about a booger on the lip. That bothers me. Oh, that does feel weird. That does that definitely feels weird. Like if you picked and then it like dripped down a little bit. No, it's, it's somebody lip. else. They flipped know, it off. I, I know, I know somebody else, but even my own feels weird on the lip because it's like. Oh, oh, dude, the second like snot's running like, down your nose, not, you gotta catch it before it hits the top of your lip. Yeah, because it just feels you gotta catch so it. uncomfortable. You're like, oh no. And it's salty. Yeah, like it was already inside my face, but I don't want it to go back inside my face. That's that's a fair assessment. Yeah, I can get down with that. Yeah. <laughs> now that we've uh, transitioned over to booger eating, let's go to brace for, for flooding. flooding. A Whoa. moon wobble is coming, <laughs> NASA warns. Thanks to a wobble in the moon's orbit and rising sea levels, every coast in the United States will face rapidly increasing high tides that will start a decade of dramatic increases in flood numbers in the 2030s. So if you're buying a house that's near water because you want a beachfront property, maybe right now is not the best investment. But I'm not telling you that as a realtor. I'm telling you that as your good old neighborhood job. Can I just say, though, this is weird to me, okay? They're saying it is a wobble in the moon's orbit. Which I guess means the orbit. I I don't know, but 
Wobble baby, why, wobble baby, wobble baby. Why wobble, a nasty wobble, use baby, the term wobble, baby, wobble? It's just strange to because, me. Because wobble baby, wobble baby, I don't know. Wobble, it's just baby, not that wobble, scientific to me. Like, we're NASA. What's more scientific wobble. than wobble baby, wobble baby, <laughs> wobble baby, wobble. Get in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. why they use the word wobble. I don't know. It's strange to me. But anyways, continuing on with the story. Do you want to continue it? Or yeah, me? the conclusion, which was published in the Nature Climate Change Journal by NASA Sea Level Change Science Team. What a mouthful. Right? From the University of Hawaii. Hawaii. Has to do with the moon's orbit, which takes 18.6 years to complete. About the same amount of time that it will take for you to pay off your child support. For half of that time period, <laughs> Earth's regular daily tides. <laughs> for, uh, for, <laughs> for half of that time period, you can claim it's not yours. No, for half of that time period, Earth's regular daily tides are suppressed with high tides at a low average and low tides happening at a higher rate. In the other half of the cycle, the opposite occurs. High tides get higher, low tides get lower. lower. Global sea level rises pushes... Global sea level rise pushes high tides in only one direction, higher. So half of the 18.6-year lunar cycle counteracts the effect of sea level rise on high tides. And the other half increases the effect, NASA explains. Yep. So we're seeing right now that in the first half of this, which I guess is starting semi-soon, it's going to be lower tides. It's going to be more counterintuitive to what the tides are right now. Um, But the last nine years of that, out of the 18.6 year cycle um, is going to be higher tides, lower tides, just increasing what we deal with right now. The worry that people are having is because of global warming, increasing the tide or increasing the level of the tide so far, we could see it even go higher at that second half of this uh, lunar cycle. So just kind of a weird thing that I guess keep your eye out for. It's definitely a strange, strange idea. Yeah, they say it's a natural occurrence too that the moon does this naturally. It's not like the moon we've just done be anything. wobble, baby, wobble. Yeah, like and so, which means that there are going to be more floods, which is never good. No, but why isn't this bigger news? Wouldn't people who are on the coast care about this, or, 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 or like... are we at the point where all of us are constantly contemplating just ending it all? That we're not thinking that far in advance. I don't know if it's that dark. I think it's more. Um... <laughs> Okay, let me ask you this then. If you don't think it's that dark, when you look over a ledge of a building, if you're standing on top of a building, what are, what are the top three thoughts that come to your mind? Honestly. Number one thought, jump. Exactly. That's it right there. Number two we thought, are- <laughs> I wonder how this landing will look. And number three thought, hope no one's watching because this will be gross. I think anybody... <laughs> Who looks over a ledge and doesn't go, yeah, I should probably just jump. Is awesome. Like, they deserve all the happiness in the world. Because literally anytime I look over a high ledge, I'm like, I could just jump right now. Anybody that looks over a high ledge and just turns around and is like, (laughs) that was was a neat look. That was a nice view. Um, I applaud you for having a stable mental state. Even when I hike, even I don't hike very often, but when I do, I look at the mountain. I'm like, I wonder how long rolling down that mountain it takes me to die. Like, dang. it's messed up, but that's the way my brain works. Like I go hiking, I get up to the top of that mountain and I get real jealous of those tumbleweeds. <laughs> <laughs> You're a child. No, no, no. But I, I will say this. I honestly think that 
as far as newsworthy things go, this is something that's extremely newsworthy, but I don't believe that it'll become a big story until 2030s when we start seeing it because the news doesn't report on the scientist's article. The news reports on the effects of that article. Like, nice. The news reports and says the scientists or the news doesn't report on what the scientists are claiming will happen 10, 15 years from now. But 10, 15 years from now, they're going to be reporting on flooding. They're going to be reporting on tsunamis. And, and gonna there's going to be every on, Christian household calling it the rapture. Yeah. And they're like going to be every time be something saying, bad happens. saying stuff like, oh, man. Really sucks for all you guys sur- surfers out there because it looks like the tide's just going lower. Wait, so do you, are you supposed to surf at high tide? Is that right? I don't know much about surfing. Me I just either. know that it's more lame if there's not really a wave. I remember when I went to the ocean for the first time in Rodanthe, North Carolina, and they said, I don't know if they said low or high, but they said blank tide is this morning, so you're not want to you're not going to want to go out there and and be in the water. I think it would be high tide. No, no, no. They said blank tide is happening this morning. In my mind, I don't know what that means. So I'm like, okay, so we go and swimming then. So I went into the water, and the water was literally waterboarding me. Uh, Like, every time I brought my face up, another wave of water hits me. And every time I brought it back up, I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Like I was like, this is not my. This is not because I'm black. This is this is abnormal. This is not normal. Sure. Still, yeah. water don't drown people like this does. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I lived. Um. So, I mean, obviously, I guess. But it was scary. <laughs> yeah. Don't know where that story was going. Pretty much told that story like my little sister does. <laughs> nice. Now you've met her, but I don't know if she's ever told you a story. Highly doubtful because she gets really shy in social yeah, situations. Yeah, I don't think she's. Uh... Talk to me much, Maybe but a little bit. But this no. is kind of how she'll tell a story. Uh-huh. So I was going to school, but then I realized I missed the bus, so I had to wake up dad, and dad took me to the school. But when I opened my backpack, I realized my favorite pencil was at home. <laughs> no, it doesn't just stop. It doesn't just stop. That's it. No. That's the end of the story. That's so weird. That's how bad she is at telling stories. My favorite pencil was at home. And that's it. And then she'll just laugh. That's so crazy. (laughs) And she go, I'm not good at telling stories. I'm like, you're not even trying. You're not even trying. I actually saw this. uh... No, I'll save that for Patreon. Man. All right, let's move to doctors want you to know whatever you do, do not stick garlic up your nose to try and relieve congestion. Now, where does this come from, David? Well, I mean, I guess people just don't like picking their nose, Job. I would never pick my nose with garlic. No, 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 no. But, but there is I this do viral love trend. the smell of garlic. Mm, Honestly, when you're, like, the when smell you're, of garlic is nice. I have a, when you're cutting I, it up. I bought a garlic press because I watched Gordon Ramsay use uh-huh. it, which is, if you don't have a garlic press, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. However, I love to mince my own garlic. I only oh, use yeah. the garlic press if I'm in a rush. Yeah, that's fair. Or if I need it, like, I guess in a rush quickly. Like, I forget to put it in. I'm like, oh, got to add the garlic. Yep. But it is awesome to have. Yeah, I got one of them uh, garlic presses that you can throw the garlic in unpeeled. And when you press it, it presses through, but all the peel is inside. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, so awesome. Super good for like. I still when you're peel in a rush. mine for some reason. Mm hmm. Because, I don't know, I kind of like peeling it. Ever since I realized that you could just smash the garlic and pull it off, peeling it is just... Peeling has definitely gotten easier. So I've easy. also learned, like, you can just twist in opposite directions, and it 
basically breaks and pulls yeah. off. It's not hard to peel. Um, at least I haven't found a difficulty with Dude, it. But the reason the, garlic, wait, wait, wait. Is there a better feeling? Then pulling the skin off the garlic and it all comes off in one piece. Oh, dude, that's a good feeling. That's that may be top five feelings that's, of all time. I mean, there's Q-tip in the ear. That's number but then one. There's there's well, what full piece of garlic just that pull. Dude, that's uh, especially when you're gripping the bottom. It's like, <laughs> yeah, when you grip the bottom of that garlic and you just so good. And then it's like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you about to say, Jonah? Yeah. I was gonna say one of the one of those other feelings that's. I hate that you leave the camera on me whenever you talk because you, you're gonna realize the faces I make when you talk. <laughs> I already I already know those. You're just pointing out jobs like always disappointed face because everything he, he says he has has you. little to no value. That's messed up. I meant to say. I'm just gonna stop. Just talking. put the camera on me real quick. I I, I meant to say on. I meant to say no value at all. <laughs> But I accidentally added little to no. <laughs> you made it worse. Did I really? Yeah, you went, oh, little to no value. That in, that insinuates that there would be some value. But uh -huh. then you say, I meant to say no value at all. Right. That there would never be value. Because I feel like it's better to always have no value than to think that you could provide value and never achieve it. Oh, so it's better to have the expectation of disappointment disappointment than to just realize disappointment. In Absolutely. The Got it. Got it. So what were you going to say, Jonah? Go ahead, Jonah. I want to hear your value. <laughs> Put the camera on main, bro. We're, we're doing a freaking podcast. I just gave him the look. Yeah. Give us some value. I was going to say one, another one of those. Bored. All right. So I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm, just kidding. I'm, just kidding. I'm no. so nice to you. I'm so nice to you. No. You're my boy. Go ahead. Go. No. Nice I'm going to check my phone while you're doing this. No. No? No. Are you serious? Dang, Jonah. Give your dang point. People care about you. Yeah. Someone. You just rolled your eyes. I don't care. <laughs> I was rolling my eyys on my phone. Don't pull the crap. Come on, Jonah. Put it on me to make your point, you gargoyle. I want the value, Jonah. Can you please Value. Just, can you please just give your opinion? The feeling when you open a new phone. And you pull the screen protector off for the first time. It's another one of those top feelings. Ah, so you gave us great value, Walmart brand. Thanks. I uh, wow. I okay. Can we just can we just can we just talk about the top five feelings? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Non-sexual. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Top five feelings, non-sexual. Go. When your homie whispers in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna love my. I was just contemplating, should I go deeper or should I just, like, leave it there? <laughs> well, that's what he said. <laughs> that's what my homie said. Okay, 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 really. Top five. Top five feelings. A go. Uh, Q-tip in a wet ear. Uh, Q-tip in a wet ear, yep. Um, okay, number two, got to go with when the garlic peel just comes off in one piece. Yeah, Absolutely. Um. Mm, ooh, when you buy a new car and you start it yourself the first time. Oh, that's like a on nice the way out feeling. of the parking lot because yeah. it's freshly clean. It smells mm -hmm. good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that one when uh when you peel plastic off of like a new appliance. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. That's a good one right there. That's a skippity doodle duck duck duck. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good one. Right, Jonah? Oh, <laughs> an Arizona-centric one. Oh, yeah, I mean. When you get in your car and the AC's already blowing. Oh, and it's already cool. Oh, bruh. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> okay. Just, just a... <laughs> Wait, did we even finish why people are sticking TikTok up? No, we TikTok. didn't do that at all. People we didn't even start. People on TikTok are, <laughs> are shoving garlic up their nose. Garlic. Garlic. <laughs> for 20 to 30 minutes at a time to relieve their congestion. Now, I know somebody who did this. Yeah? I didn't watch the TikTok long enough to know if it actually helped them. Well, did they say that they claim that it helped them or no? I mean, I can text them and ask them. Yeah, ask them. If they, if they get back quick enough, that'd be cool. But here's the thing that's... Nuts. So a viral trend, it feels eerily similar to the nutmeg challenge. Um, doctors are now warning people against participating in this trend because the truth is it's just irritating your nose. Shoving things in your nose, newsflash, it's not good. It's not good to shove stuff in your nose. And apparently what's really causing the whole like mucus drip to come out of your nose 20 or 30 minutes later after adding this garlic Um it, it has to do with your nose being inflamed and the natural bodily response to an inflamed nose is to add mucus, but it's just getting trapped in there because you have stuff shoved in your nose. So, so you're just causing your own problem. Oh, so it makes the problem worse is what you're saying. Yeah. Whenever has a TikTok Anybody fix, ever just use a... Can I finish my sentence, you freaking selfish brat? <laughs> Go ahead. Anyone ever use a tissue? That doesn't relieve congestion. That just cleans up the trash that's in your nose. Yeah. That's not say, relief. Doctors also are saying, well, what were you going to say? I don't want to I don't want to keep going. What were you going to say? Go. Well, doctors are also saying to use like neti pots or What are neti like, pots? It's like the it's like a teapot type thing that's shaped to your nostril where you pour like warm water and it like goes through the like the nasal canal or whatever and comes out the other oh end. hell no it's super painful from what i've noticed there's not a the water's chance too hot. there's not a chance but they're saying like you can use that or like the nasal spray stuff that relieves congestion they're saying just use that don't use garlic but na- i heard nasal spray is bad for you too i don't know i mean i've heard that junk gets in your brain i have no idea i never have used nasal and then spray. it makes you blind oh dang isn't that wild? That is wild. I've never heard that in my life. Okay. Because I i don't know. But it could happen. Could happen, yeah. Spray so, a little too much. Oh, for sure. And it gets in your eyeballs? Instant lobotomy? Goes straight up into the brain? Okay. I was, I was, because in my brain went, <laughs> that's in your brain, not your eyes. <laughs> Why do you say lobotomy? But I see where you were going. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you went to a place... I yeah, there. a place. I went to a place. Now, I see that a lot of our viewers are just gorgeous. I love you guys. Mm-hmm. All y'all are gorgeous. I don't know what most of y'all look like because I don't know who's actually listening and who's not, but I'm pretty sure you're a beautiful human being, which is why we need to shout out our favorite company in the world. Ooh, Nevco. Nevco. CBD, I have some right here. Right here, I have a salve da-da-da. that I use relatively da-da-da. often for pain. But if y'all remember a while ago, we talked about how the chapstick was not being sold anymore. They got it back, John. However, with every order, 
that is made, they are sending a free chapstick with that order. So basically, while supplies last. Yeah. So basically, you guys are the first ones saying, hearing about this from yeah, us. Yeah, it's true. Basically, what we're saying is definitely be jumping on that Nevco CBD train if you're looking for something that'll help you fall asleep at night, if you're looking for something that'll help you with some pain relief. Just take care of yourself, use some natural remedies, and use code DECENT for 10% off that order. At NevcoProducts.com. Get yeah. it done, Woo! baby. Get it done, baby. Let's the gummies go. also are super nice. All right. So we went through the garlic congestion situation. Now, we need to talk about something that hits home a lot for yeah. David. Oh, yeah. Because he is a Karen in a mm. David's body. Mm-hmm. There was a Victoria's Secret meltdown by a woman, white woman, against a black woman. I haven't seen this video, so Dude, let's just roll wild. that tape real quick. We'll put yeah. on our headphones. Yeah, Jonah, go ahead. I have no idea who this is. So what Fever we're going to be not- seeing here, wrong clip. <laughs> What we're going to be seeing here is uh, the, this, uh, this Karen basically inside of Victoria's Secret attacks um, this, uh, this black woman and then has a whole meltdown after she realizes she's being recorded. So here's, uh, here's the clip. Oh, God. No. It's you. It's you. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Now you are. Oh, my God. You're, oh, my God. Uh, uh, do you see this? It gets worse. Oh my God! I've ne- How does it get worse? I never just thought watch. nothing like this would happen to me. She just tried to run and hit me. <laughs> you keep lying, saying I'm threatening you, so I'm recording to protect myself. Full on temper tantrum. Patreon almost says something wild. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, That's a Karen. Absolutely. So this woman's caught on camera attacking a black woman in Victoria's Secret. And then as soon as she realizes that the camera's on her and it captured the whole moment of the attack, she just starts having a whole meltdown, basically demanding that this woman give her the phone that she's been recorded on and then throws this whole tantrum where she falls on the ground, just like you saw, is kicking and screaming. And then she gets up, and after that clip ends, she actually chases the woman around the store trying to take the phone away from her, um, which is just absolutely insane. My perspective of it is she's trying to take the phone away so she can delete the incriminating evidence. Well, that or the black woman should have beat the brakes off of her. Uh-huh. She should have beat the mayonnaise out of her mouth. Um <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about that. This no, is that's just wild. You know, man. this kind of reminds me of the story that we never really got to talk about. We'll quickly cover it. There was a police officer who was uh, acting acting a little wild towards uh, people of color. Mm-hmm. And he thought that if he played a Taylor Swift song in the video, that it would get removed from YouTube. So while he's harassing this black man, he's playing a Taylor Swift song on his phone or something, trying to make sure that if it hits the Internet, that copyright infringement pops on it and removes it. Nah, that's not how it works, bud. Not at all, bud. Nope. But this is ridiculous, man. I, I don't know how many of you Karens like I feel so bad for any per, any woman named Karen right now because I know some absolutely wonderful Karens. I know yeah. two very wonderful women named Karen. Um 
that would never act in this way. And it's unfortunate because this name has officially been ruined I'm really for curious. years to come. Yeah, I'm curious about how how many like Zero. children born Zero. in the next like five years that would have this name. I Zero. think it is so small. We're going to see a huge difference. I'm willing to bet the that names. there will not be more than five children named Karen in the United mm-hmm. States. Yeah. Or After. Alexa. Huh? No, people still name Alexa. Alexa's I think people name, name. Kid, their kids Alexa because it's a beautiful name and because it's a novelty even because of the whole like, hey, Alexa thing. I think a lot of parents aren't really that. Aware I, don't, I don't think people care that much about the yeah. Alexa thing uh, to really worry about it. Yeah. So, OK, let's move into some uh, hype, happy stuff. Yeah. WNBA's Candace Parker becomes the first woman to appear on NBA 2K cover. It's pretty sick. Candace Parker. Parker is a forward on the Chicago Shy Sky, and she will be. I said Shy because Chicago, but Chicago yeah. Sky will be on the cover of a special edition of NBA 2K exclusively at GameStop and EB Games. At the age of 35, she has become a two time league MVP, a six time All Star WNBA champion, and won two Olympic gold medals. What a freaking feat. I know, honestly, a beast. Like, this is Literally. a beast of an athlete. Really, really awesome. And it's cool seeing her featured on the NBA 2K, um, exclusively being sold at GameStop and eBay yeah, the Games. Yeah, sp- the special edition. Yeah, for, special edition. For easier, just, that's awesome. For easier yeah, 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 yeah. access. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is super cool. Um, I, I believe, I believe, I believe, I don't know because I don't play 2K, that there is a WNBA roster on there as well that you can play as the WNBA Yeah, I think you're players. right about that. I think you I are right so. about that. I don't that. play 2K at all because I'm hot trash at it. Mm. Um because they they messed up the timing. When I was a kid, it was much better. It was much easier. But shout out to Candace Parker. We yeah. just want to say that. There's not really much to cover in that topic, no, but we want to make cool sure story. that it's said. It's just something yeah. that people need to know about. We think you guys care about it. We care about it at the very least. And, uh, yeah, it's just a cool shout out. Like, really nice. Yeah. Uh, my friend says that it did help. The garlic did help drain out his nose. See, I don't see. But doctors are saying. The doctors are saying what the doctors are saying is wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should just try it out myself and let you know next week. I can get garlic. Dude, I'm not keeping garlic in my ma- in my mouth, in my nose, for the next, like, half hour of the show. Why not? Because I'm going to sound like this the whole time. It's going to be you awful. You already sound stupid. Well, yeah, but I don't want to sound stupider. I don't think that that's possible. Okay. Speaking of basketball, Candace Parker... Three-on-three basketball is being added to the Olympics. Yes, it is. That sounds so dope. I don't even need the details. alums are making up half of a Team USA, and they're planning off to show show off to the world. Um, So, yeah. Three-on-three basketball is so intense. Yeah. Well, I love three-on-three basketball, but it makes me wonder, is the big three league getting paid off of this? Do you remember? Did you ever hear about the big three league? Uh It was basically mostly a bunch of retired NBA players and street ballers playing three on three games. Huh. It's pretty dope. That sounds pretty dope. It yeah. wasn't dope enough to keep watching, but uh. it was cool that it happened. Yeah. Um, so it, it says here that as far as Olympic standards go, the three on three game, um, which will be unva- which was originally unveiled at the international competition at the 2010 Youth Olympic Games, now will be played with three starters and a substitute on a half court. In order to win, the team must reach 21 points. That's um, awesome. And whoever reaches it first or they outsc- outscore their opponents during the 10-minute period. 
And if the game remains tied, they go into an overtime period. That's followed wherever whoever scores two points first wins. Um, it's not a big commitment. I, I rock with that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I rock with the three-on-three basketball because three-on-three basketball was what we played growing up. It's yeah. six of the homies together, mm-hmm. and we go out into somebody's uh, driveway and play three-on-three basketball. Because yeah. four-on-four is the most awkward form of basketball because there are too many people for half court, but not enough people really for full court. So it goes from three on three to five on five. Either way, I like this being added to the Olympics because I don't think I've ever watched the Olympics. Really? I think the one time I saw the Olympics, there was a guy who was on skis, got off the skis, picked up a rifle and started shooting. That's, that's awesome. (laughs) And I was like, is this about to be, is this going to be on the news? <laughs> is it going to be on the news? But he was supposed to have <laughs> the rifle. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Dang, that's nuts to me. I also think that, I feel like the game that you and I played. The game. you hey, Listener, you just lost the game. I just lost the game. The So when you and I played basketball a couple of years ago or whatever, like that one defining moment for our relationship, like we're, I don't know. It was, it was like, like two, 2 in the morning. It was like 2 a.m., yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was a three-on-three game. It was three-on-two. It was three-on-two. You're right. It was. Yeah, it, was it was me and you. Game. That was intense. Yeah. But like, to be able to sit down and watch a game like that, to me, is really, really cool. Super fun. I think that would be crazy entertaining. I want to watch you at 2 a.m. <laughs> game plan, baby. I want to watch you sleep. Especially since you didn't get that CPAP machine. Dude, I'm so mad about that. <laughs> I am so mad about that. Update on my life real quick. Give it to Davey. You don't even have to move to me. Just watch Davey. Listen to me. I am so mad because I'm supposed to get this CPAP machine because I have sleep apnea to the max. It is so bad. I, sna- I snore. I sneeze. I hit. I'm just so bad when I'm sleeping that it is actually like scary for my wife to be sleeping next to me and be like, what is going on with you? Are you dying? Like she freaks out in the middle of the night because of how I sleep and how but, scary it but, is. But, but, turn it to me. <sighs> you got life insurance, so she gonna get paid and get a better looking husband. It's true, but until then, I'm trying to stay alive. Hopefully. Staying alive. Staying alive. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Staying alive. Staying alive. Go ahead. Go, tell you, sorry, I'm excuse. Staying alive. No? Ha! Oh, man, dude. I'm so mad about this because I went to a sleep specialist who recorded my sleep and found out, yeah, got really bad sleep apnea. I think out of a total score of 30, I had like 28. Like it was extremely high on the marks of what I have. And it's really bad. So they're like, you need a CPAP machine. They get me all set up for it. They set the referral out. And like two weeks go by, no phone call from the CPAP people. And I'm like, what's going on? So I call them and they're like, yeah, we never got that referral. So call my doctor back up. Oh, that's weird. I don't know. Send it again. Two more weeks go by. Nothing. It has been a month and a half. And I haven't heard Where anything. you could die any night. Dude. And I'd have to get a new co-host. The they had, I didn't tell you this. They had yesterday a like follow-up appointment with me for my sleep specialist where I was supposed to be like going in and telling them how the CPAP machine works. They call me up and they're like, hey, you missed your follow-up appointment. Why? Because I don't have anything to tell you about. 
Like, I don't have my I don't have my CPAP machine. I'm so mad. I'm so mad about it. I have this. an idea. I'm furious. I have an idea. Yeah. Jonah comes to your house. Breathes into my mouth. While you sleep. Dude, I'm so on board. <laughs> <laughs> Jonah, how do you feel about that proposition? You could not pay me enough money in the world. That's an absolute lie. That, that's a lie. You yeah, know Jonah, that that's a lie. I thought you were about to finish that off by like, oh, you can't pay me enough money in the whole world to make me not do that. I was going to say, free. because <laughs> you said that you would do some foul stuff yeah, right for 100 bucks. Yeah, right before this episode bucks. started. You just started. We didn't even ask. You were just like, 100 bucks. For 100 bucks. You're like, you think a deli can take meat? <laughs> Job. It's the other way. Delis dish out meat. They don't take meat. But they have to get the meat to dish it out. That's true. <laughs> Jonah's the dish. <laughs> Jonah's the dished. <laughs> the dished. I forgot. I gotta remember. We're not on Patreon. No, we're not. We have so we have so many topics that we had to literally just split our episode is, in half. It is and do half of them insane. on the public episode and half of them on the Patreon episode. I think this is a fair fair oh! time to just say hey. If you want to tune in to what's going on on Patreon, because it is wild. If you think what's going on here is wild, you got to hear what's going on on Patreon. We got three tiers for you. $5 a month gets you access to all of our backlog of episodes. $10 not a month true. gets you some. No, That's no. not true. $5 episode. It that on the figure. No, it does not. I will pull it up. Pull it up. It gives you the backlog of all of our posts. Yeah, that's what I mean. Or not episodes. Well, no, you can get our episodes anywhere, but no, no, no. Our Patreon episodes are not on the five dollar no, no, tier. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Go, go. Five dollar tier is strictly for support, just mm-hmm. because you love us. Mm-hmm. We have to have a second tier for the Patreon episodes because of the. St- <laughs> it's not for everybody. Yeah. So, so if you just want to support, feel free to jump on that five dollar tier. We would absolutely love to have you. Mm-hmm. All of our current Patreons are on the second tier, which is ten dollars a month. Um, and it gives you access to all of our Patreon episodes. It gives you access as well to the early episode release that you get on Patreon and all of our monologues that come out. And on all the tiers, you get the option or access to talk to us and let us know what you want to see on our show. Yep. Um, and then we have a $50 a month tier. Don't get it. Don't get it. Just don't. Let's just. Yeah. Just don't do that. Yeah. We don't need that much support guys come on but while we're talking about patreon our patron lady wizzo just hit affiliate on twitch nice which is so awesome super cool she's actually streaming right now this very moment but it'll be four days later when you get this so it's too late but you can still go follow her at twitch.tv slash lady wizzo l-a-d-y i think it's underscore w-i-z-o yep lately you can catch her plan she's seriously cool Warzone content also, uh, she I don't know if she's playing Little Nightmares 2, but she's also running back through the campaign of Resident Evil 7, which Ooh. is super dope. Love that. Nice. Um, and she's one of the sweetest people that I've met. Yeah. It's legit. While yeah. we're already here, shout out Steakman TV on Twitch. Shout out to Original on Twitch with an X instead of an N. Shout out to Jason from Miller's Military Moments. And shout out to legend. Colden, my freaking boy. I love that guy. Okay. Let's move into Senator Schumer proposes federal decriminalization of the marijuana's Davy. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer 
along with two other Senate Democrats, rolled out draft legislation Wednesday that would decriminalize marijuana federally. In addition to removing marijuana from the Controlled Substances Act, the draft bill called the Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act would expunge records for nonviolent federal cannabis convictions. Holy. Whew. And allow serving time to petition, allow those that are serving time to petition a court for resentencing. Um, it also would create grant and loan programs to help socially and or economically disadvantaged individuals, as well as those harmed by the war on drugs. Um, it would institute a federal ex- excise excise tax, tax. excise tax, um, like the one on alcohol and tobacco, and use revenues from the tax to fund. Uh, restorative justice programs, and medical research. It would transfer regulation authority from the Drug Enforcement Agency to other federal agencies, and it would give marijuana businesses operating in states where it is legal access to the U.S. banking system and other financial institutions. And it would prevent the federal government from discriminating against cannabis users seeking federal housing or food benefits, security clearances, or citizenship. Notably, the bill would not legalize marijuana federally but it would allow certain states to set their own rules including prohibiting the drug in most cases now yeah that is the first step to really getting rid of the stigma behind smoking the weeds and it's a huge step towards that one lady that was kicked out of the olympics because she was smoking the weeds and uh really just super dumb rule for her to be kicked out of the olympics because of that um, so yeah, this is definitely a step in the right direction. I think um, I do too. And it's Not allowing... that I, I don't smoke weed, but yeah, I know that there are people out there that use it for things that truly benefit them. Yeah, like people don't think that you can smoke weed and actually have benefits from it. But I truly do believe that there are people that smoke weed that generally are having a much better life than they would without it. Yeah, I truly believe that there are benefits to it that people can be benefiting from. And I think and that- so on our Patreon, we're going to grab a pound of weed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to we're going to feed it to Jonah. We're just going to feed it to him. Okay. Just start throwing it in his mouth. Calm down, Bill Cosby. Right. Um, so <laughs> he said, <laughs> calm down, Bill Cosby. Jeez. Um, yeah, so I doubt this bill will get passed to yeah, keep it a buck. I doubt it as well. Right um, now, at least. I do see, though, like, it's not saying federally that marijuana is legalized. It's saying that federally states de- decriminalize can make, it. Yeah, states can make their own decisions on that. I because think that's technically, the right way to go. Because technically, you can smoke weed in a state and st- that has it legal and still get arrested for it. Yes. Because it's still federally illegal. So don't be smoking which it at the post doesn't, office. Which doesn't make sense to me because a state is making it legal, but the country is saying it's not legal. It still baffles me that the country can say something's illegal and a state can be like, nah, but it's legal here. But you can still technically get arrested for it. It makes it seem like they could use that to target people. Yeah. Which is not good. Yeah. Speaking of being targeted, Addison Rae is a huge target for the social medias right now. She jokingly yep. responds to criticism over UFC reporter photo. Yeah. Now, she posted a photo saying after three months of studying broadcast, I am now at UFC 246, 264. Yeah. The quote is, I studied broadcast journalism in college for three whole months to prepare 
for this moment. Um, and the photo was just of her at a UFC press thing. That's it. Now, it turns out that she wasn't actually hired to do anything there. Nope. But social media obviously took it the wrong way and started flipping out. They're like, yeah. they're like, oh, I've been studying this forever and I would never get a high such paying gig. And the only reason yeah. why you're getting it is because you're a celebrity. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. People blah. were saying things along the lines of all you do is dance on TikTok. You got famous off of that. Now you're taking away a job that goes should go to someone who deserves it more than you because they actually pursue journalism because they take journalism but, seriously. Everybody's going crazy about it. But like social media <sighs> always does, they can't take a joke. They got it wrong. She was kidding. She yeah. was not hired to be the broadcaster or anything for that UFC fight. Yep. And before she even like before even the it was the UFC that exposed it. But before that even happened, Addison then just adds to the joke of tweeting out, never mind. You guys got me fired, which adds to it more because now all these people in support of her are combating these journalists, combating these people that are like just trashing on her and they're saying how dare you you got her fired with your words you put her down for something that she called an achievement they're just going off and then the ufc comes in and what do they say job um they say she's not nor was ever a correspondent she'll be at the fight tonight but just as a spectator there were never any plans for her to have any further responsibilities yep she had a singular interview with um, Dustin Poirier, um, because they're from the same town in Lafayette. And that's that North the, Carolina. I, I don't know. Lafayette, Tennessee It's down in there. I remember Lafayette, Georgia. It's one of those three, because I remember on our road trip, Lafayette, you drive through it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's, there's many Lafayettes, but I don't know. It's one of, it's gotta be one of those or yeah. it's Louisiana, but there's a Lafayette, Georgia. Yeah, so they're both from the same town, and basically that was why she interviewed him. And it was for a specific TikTok interview. So it was for her platform. Oh, it's from it's, and, it's the literally Louisiana. They're all from Louisiana. Yeah, it was for her platform, and, be, and it was her interviewing someone from her same hometown. That was the only interview she's conducted in, in partnership with the UFC, and they made it clear that they don't have plans for her to do more stuff in the future. A.K.A. take a freaking joke, guys. Yeah. Like, social media is already enough. Just take a joke. Just mm-hmm. get over it. We don't need to get hype over everything. Yeah, Twitter has been like more to this, and I'm glad she hasn't. Twitter's been blowing up recently on like social issues, but I go to Twitter to have fun and not have to deal with social issues. Absolutely. That anybody you meet will give you their Instagram and their Facebook, but they won't always give you their Twitter. And the reason is because Twitter's supposed to just be a wild place. Luckily, my Twitter's still a wild place. And I don't have too many, if any, social justice warriors on it, unless it's something that we really need to speak up about. Which brings me to something. A fellow podcaster posted a picture of the George Floyd Memorial getting struck by lightning, saying that it was in God's will that this happened. Whoa. Now, I don't want to go into it too deep, but I want to say that literally all of our podcasting friends are unfollowing and removing him from their page because hiding behind the face of Christianity for the fact to make fun of your racist tweet. I don't care if George Floyd murdered somebody. He didn't deserve to die the way that he did. 
anyways, moving on. Because I'm hungry, let's talk about the world hunger. Yeah, honestly, something that we should be getting angry about, something that we should be really trying to find some justice for, is UN is stating that world hunger has is now dramatically worse during the pandemic year. So the United Nations on Monday lamented a dramatic wor- a worsening of world hunger last year, saying much of that is likely connected to the pandemic, and it urged billions of dollars in order to save millions of people from starving. The report issued jointly by five UN agencies said hunger outpaced population growth in 2020 with nearly 10% of all people estimated to be undernourished in the world, in the world, 10% of people. Yeah. And then it says, yep. It said that the sharpest rise in hunger came in Africa where 21% of the people, 282 million, are estimated to be undernourished. We need to do something about this because we don't need black people being unnourished. We don't need anybody being unnourished, but, but I mean, specifically black people. Yeah, nobody should go out unnourished, but thinking that but 21%. specifically black people. Yeah. Nobody should be, but, but then. But specifically black, black people. <laughs> what I'm saying is being malnourished is absolutely Especially awful. <laughs> if you're black. And I really just think that malnourishment is something that we should take very seriously. For sure, because 21% of people in Africa are malnourished. Yeah. Yep, 282 million. I think that... That's a lot of black people. Yeah, when you look at this number and when you look at the 10% of all people, it's just Jonah, don't say that's a lot of fried chicken to be ate. That's messed up. That is messed up, Jonah. Wow. (laughs) You gonna mute your mic? (laughs) He looked at me so wild right there. What's that for? What's that for, Jonah? Oh, man. Trying to make me out as a racist? I you made yourself what out you as a racist the second you voted for you? Trump. Come on. I'm just kidding. Not all Trump supporters are racist. But well, man. if you're a Trump supporter. Okay, anyways. Yeah, that's it's messed just, up. It's that 10% of serious. the world is yeah. malnourished? Yeah. That is actually wild. Yeah. Because there's so much food waste. I mean, if the world's got, I mean, quick math, the world has 7 billion people in it. What is that, 700 million people? I think so, or 7 million. Either one is a lot of people. I think, yeah, I think it's 700 million. Let me ask you this. Have you ever worked at a restaurant? You Um, haven't, right? I've only worked in, like, cafes, never restaurants. Jonah, have you worked at a restaurant? Yep. Think about how much food waste we had at the end of the day. So much. I actually, well, the cafe I worked at served lunch, and yeah, tons of food waste. Mad food waste. In fact, there's a company in San Francisco right now that is selling that excess food from restaurants in San Francisco and selling it as mystery plates for like seven bucks. That's insane. There's someone profiting off of food waste. Not awesome, though. That is kind of awesome. Because there's also, I think it's in, I want to say it's in a lot of European countries where it's illegal to just throw away food. You have to either donate it or take it to, um, like, you take it to a place that creates compost, stuff like that. Well, the issue was, I believe, that the reason why a lot of companies were throwing away their food is because they couldn't write it off taxes if they gave it away. Yeah, yeah. So they would rather get the tax break and just throwing away the food than giving it away to somebody, especially in a place like Phoenix where we live. If you have a, a food dish that you messed up, instead of throwing it away, you could literally just walk outside, walk maybe three blocks and find a homeless person to give it to. Yeah, honestly. I mean, walk to a street corner where someone's got a sign or something and just hand them the plate. 
That's it. Like it would it will literally be that easy because even if they don't eat it, it would be better than just throwing it in the trash. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it sparks the conversation of if you get something that's not made correctly or something like that, maybe ask and see if it's going to be thrown away. And if it is, just get it in a doggy bag so you can hand it to someone. That but some, no, well, the problem is that sometimes they'll still charge you for it if you take it. Yeah. We had that issue at a restaurant in Peoria. Really? Not with food, but with a drink. There, One of my friends bought a margarita that was just disgusting. He did not like it at all. And one of the people we were with were like, are you going to throw it away? And the lady that was serving us was like, yeah, we're just going to pour it out. And she's like, well, if you're going to pour it out, why don't you just leave it here and one of us will drink it? And then she ended up charging one of our friends for the drink rather than just being like, we're going to throw it away anyways. And then obviously she fought it back. And then obviously I'm not going back because we had the Karen with us that was like, take it off my bill. They ended up taking it off our bill, but... It seems like even when you try to, well, the issue really is that people will take advantage of it if they know that just because you're going to throw it away that they'll let you keep it. Because there are plenty of people out in the world who would be like, oh, you're just going to throw it away. Let me keep it. Knowing that it was perfectly fine, getting a new entree, eating it, and then taking the other one home to eat later. Yeah. There's just got to be, there's got to be more to what we can do within this because it's it's and it's what, overstated that there's more food that's made what than do you, the amount of people that can what eat. What do you still on topic but a little bit off. What do you do when a restaurant messes up your food? Messes up your food. Um it depends on how great if they mess it up badly, like it's just not what I ordered or something like that, I'll act, I'll absolutely be like, "Hey, can we take this back? Can I get a new thing or whatever?" I let them know. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened, and then they correct it however they correct it. I don't like go too far into it. I just I say this is what happened, and then they do what they do. A lot of the times, if something's wrong on my play, I'm like, hey, if it's something I can, I can deal with, I'm like, hey, just want to let you know, yeah, this was made wrong, yeah. I will still eat it. It's fine, whatever. Like we went to, I don't want to say the restaurant because I don't know if it's slander or not, but they got us this queso, and it was cold. And I wasn't like, can you make me a new one? I was like, can you just throw this in the microwave? I know you have one back there. Like, just pop it in the microwave and bring it back. Like, it's fine. But I feel like when people get something sent back, they just instantly throw it in the trash. I worked at restaurants where either we've thrown it in in the trash or we've eaten it as employees. Oh, yeah. For That's sure. the best. When I worked at, at I, a, I put in orders wrong just yeah. so I can get the free. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's definitely been a lot of times where something gets made wrong. And um, especially the weird thing is when you work at a cafe, if like a drink is made wrong within there's like a rule where within five minutes or something, if like you show up and the person's like before you've handed it to them. And they're like, wait, is this with this kind of milk? And you're like, no, it's regular milk because you ordered regular milk or whatever. Um, then you go and correct it. If someone else orders the drink the way that they like the way that it was made, you can just serve it to them. Within how long? Within like five minutes. What if it's an Americano? I don't know, man. Well, certain like certain ones we didn't do that with, but like lattes and things like that. Yeah. I mean, oh, it was an, it was an yeah, airport. Funky. It was an airport cafe, so they were just pushing things out as fast as you could. Remind me to be like half foam. Yeah. Honestly, if you're buying drinks at an airport, like if you're buying coffee specifically at an airport, be a little wary. Honestly, <laughs> because I know that I'm, I've am i probably had secondhand coffee 
because I'm the guy who's like, I just want to buy coffee. Mm-hmm. But I also don't buy coffee at the airport because they be taxing. Yeah. They overprice everything at the airport. Oh, it's so high. It's some bull. Yeah. You'd be buying a dry sandwich, a dry turkey sandwich. Just be turkey, cheese, and a piece of lettuce. No mayo, mustard, nothing for like $9. Dude, the nutty thing about it is if you work at an airport, the discount that you get to go like to another restaurant or something and order food, the discount you get just makes that food equivalent to what you would pay normally. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Wait, so when you work at an airport, do you get a discount for all the airport? Um, Yeah. Really? You show your badge and you get a discount. How much? Um, the discount I got, it depended on the place. Restaurants, it was like a flat, like 15%. So there's there's a Four Peaks in Sky Harbor, which is where you worked. Yeah, I went there if, for lunch all the time. Would you get off? Um, I get like 15% off and then um, soft drinks were free. And then you don't tip, so it's hella cheap. No, you still tip. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, Shoot, I might have to work at the airport and then grab a job at the airport real quick, bring my badge to the actual location in the city and be like, hey, they said I get a 15% discount <laughs> at Four Peaks. I don't think that's how it works. Are you not Four Peaks? <laughs> I think it has to be the ones like in the airport. That's All the ones in the airport are managed by like the same company for the most part. Like almost... Everything in the airport here, at least, is managed by one company. Like, there's three companies, I think, total that run all the restaurants in the airport. And so you could go to any one of them and be like, hey, this, um, I work for this company. Here's our company discount or whatever. Like, you can go to them. Because the ones that are under your same company, you'll get a bigger discount. Do you still have your badge? Yeah. No, no, no. You have to get that back. You have to give that back. It's like a security thing. How hard would it be to replicate? Extremely hard. And if you get... You, if you get caught, you go to, like, federal prison. No, 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 but just for the restaurants. Yeah, it's the same badge. Yeah, 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 but you wouldn't use it to, like, get into the airport. I mean, just... You still have to buy a plane ticket to get in the airport. Right, if but not... if you're already flying and you had a replica of your old badge, you could get 50% off your food. Yeah, but you'd have How to, like, hard do they have to be dressed in that and everything. I mean, they... No, you just be like, I'm off work. I just go to the airport to eat. No, nah, that's not how it works, bro. <laughs> You got like all these. How hard is it to put on a uniform? What'd you wear for work? Um, my uniform was like just black jeans, a polo shirt, and uh, I dress like that all the time. And an apron. You had to wear your apron to Four Peaks. No. You know. So I just need pants and a polo. Yeah. I do that on any given day. (laughs) Yeah. But then you also have to have your badge like clipped in a certain place and stuff like that too. Tell me where to clip it. I'll t- I'll t- Is your face on the badge? Yes. I can fix that. Do you remember what it There's looks also like? Different color badges and they change colors rep every so often. As well. How often? I don't know how often. They don't tell the. Do you act that. like you couldn't just walk up to the employee at Pete's Coffee? Walk up, look at their badge, see what color it is, go home, replicate that badge, come back, and get food. No, you can't do that. Why not? There's, I don't know. There's just a lot to it. I don't think that they I look at they, the badges. That do they swipe it? Yes. Fudge. That's the problem. Yeah, they swipe. You should have said that from the jump. I forgot about that part until you mentioned. Yeah, it. Yeah, they swipe it. It's a wrap. I, I kept remembering like there's something more that they do. It's they. Swipe Can you it. imagine doing all that for fifteen percent off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We bought my PS5 for eight hundred bucks. That's more than you paid for. I know. All right, thousands of Cuba take to streets to demand freedom after months of essential goods shortages. 
This is the first large protest in decades in Cuba. Cuba saw a rare event on Sunday where thousands of protesters took to the streets in cities across the country chanting, we want freedom and we are no longer afraid. The protests are the first large-scale demonstrations in about 30 years that have been fueled by a variety of factors, including lack of political and personal freedoms, anger over the island's worst economic crisis since the fall of the Soviet Union, and the recent collapse of the island's once vaunted healthcare system amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Davey? The protests gained steam as videos were posted to social media made their rounds, but within a few hours, the government shut off the internet to stop the spread of footage and to um, stimmy the movement. Um, President Miguel Diaz-Canel appeared on national television on Sunday to let the nation know that the army was authorized to stop the protests, warning that the order to fight has been given. It is getting intense in Cuba right now. I mean, honestly, it's reminding me of the... It's reminding me of the protests for freedom that were happening in China not too long ago. The ones where like people were storming uh, the streets yeah, and there was yeah, army yeah. and um, against them in like uh, colleges and spaces like that. It yep. was getting pretty Hong violent. Kong? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. In Hong That's Kong. what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I didn't want to say it and be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Jonah, for keeping us right. Uh, and um, the, the president also asked that other Cubans confront the protesters, calling for all the revolutionaries in the country, all the communists to take to the streets and go to the places where these pr- uh, provocations are going to take place. And to date, at least one person has died because of the protests in Cuba. Many others have been injured, including journalists from outlets such as the Associated Press. Oh. So it is it is getting pretty intense out in Cuba. So. Do, for what, freedom's sake. I don't know if you know, but what do they want freedom from? I believe they're wanting freedom from communism. Yes. And that's what it seems to me. I that mean, they want. what's yeah. wrong with communism? I don't know. I mean, I've never been a fan. I mean, there have been some times where it was wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's never, ever done good. Yeah. Ever. But... Nothing does good until it does. That's kind of the funniest thing to me about communism, where like the whole argument is, yeah, it's failed every time before, but this time. <laughs> but that's everything, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll just try it again, and then it, but in a different way, a little, a little different sauce. Yeah, I feel like maybe try a quote, communism with some ranch. There's a quote where it's like, "What do you think about fail, that?" I want, I want again, no, I want an better. answer. Communism, communism but with ranch. Because um, y'all swear like that ranch Valley? on anything makes it better. Do you think ranch on communism? It might. <laughs> like, you get communism and it's like, hey, look, you're going to harvest potatoes, but you're going to dip those fries in ranch. Everyone will be like, oh, we're good. I'm into that. We're ro- we're, we, are, we are rolling towards a better America. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, oh, man. That's yeah. the new protest. Ranch, ranch, so, ranch. <laughs> so do they want to be, uh, do they want us to buy them? Is that the move? Is it move for America to own Cuba? I don't I don't think so. I think Cuba That's wants freedom. to do thing. Bruh, no. You can't have both. I know a lot of the footage, right? though. Can you have like, both? I don't know. 
Can know. you have freedom and sovereignty? Yeah. You can be your own nation and be a free nation. Like, Name one. America. Nice. <laughs> yeah. We're big I enough. To, say, we're big enough to defend ourselves, though. Yeah, that's true. I will say this though: Cuba when it comes would get to, blasted when it comes to the protests that are coming out. A lot of the a lot of the protesters have American flags like that they're carrying everywhere with them. It seems like America is the model that so they like, want these us, revolutionaries are wanting to use. So why don't we just buy Cuba? I don't know. I mean, you just want us to buy Cuba so you can get those Cuban cigars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your point being. No, we I have to get something out of buying them. Who are, who just buy stuff to not get anything out of it? No, I don't. This isn't I, charity I work. This that. is a purchase. I mean, I'm super into getting. We that. bought Louisiana and hella states. Yeah, we should buy Cuba. All right, let's get it. Make an investment. F- is Fidel Castro from Cuba? He dead. He's he's dead, but he was from Cuba. Yeah, dead, dead. Yeah, you know who's not dead? Who's not Joe dead? Biden? Mm-hmm. We're ready to take over Cuba. All right. Let's buy it right now. Biden marches on Cuba. I'm down. I'm, what do you think Cuba costs? I don't know. I mean, Cuban cigars are pretty pricey, so I'd assume Cuba itself is probably pretty pricey. As a country, less than 500 grand. <laughs> Any Cuban person is probably furious with you saying that. No, they <laughs> No, but they, they, they left. They want they want Wait, freedom. They're like, nah, make it 250 grand. They're we'll getting, sell at a discount. We, we like this idea. They're getting freedom <laughs> and a half a million dollars. That's a win-win. That is a win-win. We're only paying, so it's not illegal. I mean, honestly. Because we'd every, be stealing states. Just stealing. Like, Take it. Most of America just straight up stolen. Ain't like, nobody getting no money out of it. Like Alaska. You know what? Screw Stole. Canada. We're just taking it. It's ours now. Most of America was straight up stolen. Ain't nobody get paid off that. That's true. I ain't never heard of a Native American talking or an indigenous person talking about, yeah, Christopher Columbus gave us half a mil and we just moved west. That ain't what happened. No. We straight up stole that junk. So paying would be really a step up for America in maturity. It would. Also, Simon Cowell looks terrible. That's total, like. I just want to throw that out there. He got some face work, and he looks like, ugh. Man. Have you seen him? Not since he had his biking accident. Have you seen his face? Biking no. accident. Yeah, like uh, six months ago or something. Uh, maybe a year ago, he had like a thing where he fell off a bike. Like um, a bicycle? Yeah, bicycle. And uh, I guess he messed up his face a little bit. But oh, maybe that's bad. why his face looks the way it does. Maybe. But from what I see, it looks like like lip injections. Boy, got stung by a bee. Boy looks wild. Oh, oh, shoot. I clicked his net worth on accident. You know, speaking of Simon Cowell, speaking of England, let's jump into some crazy stuff going on in England um, where basically there's just been some rise in Look at him. racist remarks coming around. What? Do we, oh, wow. Yeah, he does. He looks bad, bad. He, look, yeah. He Boy's looks down like bad. He looks like age hit him all at once. Um. AIDS or age? I said age. Oh, word. Continue. <laughs> My gosh. Uh, but the thing going on in England, uh, during the, well, following England's loss to Italy in the Euro 2020 final, um, there have been a lot of remarks, racist remarks that are being made from English residents online towards the black players <gasps> in England. Um, Marcus Rashford, uh, Buki Osaka, 
and Jaden Sancho for missed penalty kicks and just a lot of rise in remarks. Um, Prime Minister Boris Johnson actually had this to say when doing it. So we got a clip if you want to jump to that. Um, it's just going to be the England clip, I believe, Jonah. Whenever that jumps in, we'll get ready for it. We will prepare. We will prepare. Oh, oh my gosh, it almost looks like it's frozen. It does look like it's frozen. Pause. What is going on? We'll be right back after these technical difficulties. Hey, there we go. We're back. Might need to do one of those. I was frozen. All right, and we're, and back, we're back after technical difficulties. Apparently, England didn't want us sharing this. Trip. So maybe you should subscribe to the $50 Patreon so we can fix it. Yeah. Subscribe. All right. Let's watch this. Uh, this, this, this. Let's watch the yeah, Prime Minister Boris Johnson comment. On to those who have been directing racist abuse at some of the players, I say shame on you. And I hope you will crawl back under the rock from which you emerge. Okay. Under the rock from which you emerged. I, uh, I like his response. I'm not going to lie. I do like his response. He was very firm, very gentlemanly. Honestly, he reminds me of an English Patrick Starr, um, but that's just a different... Like like, Patrick Starr from SpongeBob? Yeah. Interesting. But uh, I really do like what he had to say. I like that he had to make that comment as well, especially because like other English um, politics, like politicians, were making statements against the racist remarks, but like in such a way that it was kind of gaslighting it and fueling the fire. Sure. Um, and so there were players from England's team being like uh, Tyrone Mings, for instance, being like, how dare you say this stuff? You're just adding fuel to the fire. Um, but then when Prime Minister Boris Johnson had this to say, it really like just kind of shut down all the argument. I don't have much more to on this just other than. I just want to say that I'm moment. not surprised about their response because I get called the N-word in Call of Duty lobbies all the time. Now, Conor McGregor, don't think that we forgot about you, bud. You broke that thing. You broke that thing. That boy's full of crazy. Yeah. Which sucks because I feel like it was going to be such a good fight. A lot of people say that Dustin Poirier was already beating the crap out of him. and um, But it is what it is. Hey, to Technically, say he, got he loses injured, the fight. To say he got injured and then all these memes get made about him and then he gets like, what, $20 million in a payout? It's not bad. Not now, a bad day. Can we actually skip that last uh uh, thing. Yeah, the last one right because here. I don't want to end on that because that's super that's like weird. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll throw that into Patreon. But, but let's end on Conor on. McGregor's injury. Yeah. Now the best thing about Conor McGregor's injury is what he said afterwards. You know what he said afterwards? No, I got no idea. Your wife was in me DMs. That's what he said. <laughs> the Dustin Poirier. <laughs> Your wife was in me DMs. What? Yep, he went. He gets injured and then he goes combating the guy. Yeah, on a personal level. He's like, your That's wife was in me DMs, and then a few days, few days later, uh, a few days later, he posted the screenshot of his wife, no! Dustin Poirier's wife, in his DMs. However, he did white out the message, so we don't know exactly what was said, but she definitely was in his DMs. So he definitely made a point. Dude, Conor McGregor's like, I may lose the fight, but you I'm lost gonna, the war, I'm bud. Win the war, <laughs> like, like you lost the war, bud. That's insane. Talking to your mic, bud. Did you guys see after the fight? 
Did you guys see after the fight, the wife was in the ring and she flipped McGregor off as he was sitting there? Hey, I wish that he would have been like, I wish you'd have been like, I wish, you know, you want to right after she flipped him off. That's nuts to me. Do we have a clip of that or anything? No, no, no. I didn't pull the clip because I don't want to get pulled down. Yeah, honestly, all the clips have been like really bad quality, probably because people get pulled down. And it was yeah, pay-per-view, so I didn't want to but, get pulled down. Yeah, but. if you just want to, honestly, if you just want to look it look up. Look up Conor McGregor yeah. broke a leg. I'm there's sure you'll so find many, it. There's so much content on it. And, it, I mean, it's really graphic, to be honest. Like, when you see it happen, when you see the snap, it makes you cringe for a second where you just, ugh. I don't um, know. Nothing but, will hurt me worse than I don't remember what basketball player it was, but they fell and their freaking leg bone yep. just went oh, through. Oh, yeah. Nothing will ever outdo that uh, video for me. Yeah. That was yeah. absolutely pain. Yeah, that's nuts. But, Jeez. man, I mean, I think on that note. Yeah. I mean, if you guys want the rest of the conversation, feel free to go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash decent take show and join. Go for that mid-tier. And you will hear. Get that mid-tier upgrade. Mid-tier upgrade. Let's get it. Anyways, with that being said, you have heard another episode of the Decent, Decent Take, Take Show. Serving mediocrity to the masses or greatness to the globe. You decided. We'll catch you next week. Peace. See you guys.